Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Success Grid podcast. This is your host Hussein Talib. This is episode number 57. How to make 600k a year with what Brian Winch calls America's simplest business. This episode is very amazing. Has lots of tips, actionable stuff. Leave me your voice messages at successgrid.net forward slash podcast or you can go direct to speakpipe.com forward slash successgrid. Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life. With your host, Hussein Talib. Welcome to a new episode of the Success Grid podcast. You are going to love this one. Brian Winch grew a side hustle clean lots in 1981 into a successful business. He still operates till this day. He started with only $200 and now it's a six-figure business. Brian calls it America's simplest business. Right, Brian? That's right. <laughs> so how are you, Brian, today? Are you okay? Very good. How are you? Awesome. I'm, I'm great. I'm great to, to have you today. So, Brian, tell us a little bit more about your story, how who you are, and uh, how did you get into this? Well, you know, I'm 61 years of age, and 40 years ago, time flies. It's hard to believe it's been that long. But 40 years ago, I was 21, if my math is correct. <laughs> and uh, I was working a, a full-time job, but I couldn't see a future there for me. I, I didn't have very good prospects because I barely graduated high school. Um, and uh, so I, I started looking around at uh, different possibilities uh, where I could become self-employed. Uh, I've always had an independent streak. And, um, you know, I started looking at my skills, um, you know, um, yeah, what, what could I do? I didn't have a lot of money in the bank. And so I, I recalled uh, my father um, uh, always used to side hustle to supplement the family income. Uh, his job was that of a janitor um, or caretaker at a, the public school system here. And he always had these different side hustles. He would cut grass, he would shovel snow. But one of the things he also did was clean up litter outside a neighborhood shopping plaza. And he had taken me along with him once or twice. And I remembered that. And uh, I thought, well, you know what, let's just let's test the market and see if there's anything to this, if I could scale this into a, a full time business. And mm -hmm. um, uh, unfortunately, when I got this idea, um, you know, he had just recently passed away just a couple of months earlier, but I had That's that memory is, you know, I was mourning my father, his passing and, you know, I, I was remembering the good times and one of the good times was, was helping him out, uh, you know, with these uh, side hustles and particularly cleaning uh, the litter from this shopping plaza. Mm -hmm. So make a long story short, um, I just started testing the market and back in the day the the internet of the, the the day was the yellow pages phone directory so i just started going through property management company listings real estate management real estate development and uh making some cold calls to find out if anyone would be interested in in that service and i guess three four five phone calls in um I, I got lucky, uh, you know, the, the property yeah. manager who answered the phone said, Brian, you know what, very opportune time for you to call me. We're having a tough time finding somebody who will show up on a reliable basis and clean up the litter outside our property. Would you be interested? And mm -hmm. I jumped at it. We started with three buildings. Uh, that was our first client. And uh, that's really when everything started, uh, you know, the school of hard knocks. Um, you know, I had to learn, you know, how to 
refine my elevator pitch, you know, you know, uh, how to market my my business, how everything, you know, how to start a business, the, the, mm-hmm. the legal requirements, how to open up a business banking account. And, uh, you know, I learned from doing and, um, you know, I, I, I started from a, a side hustle to a full time one man operation. And eventually I scaled it up to uh, an operation where we've we've built out over seven hundred thousand dollars just cleaning up litter from par- uh, from parking lots. Awesome. Great. Great story. Yeah. So you started, uh, let's say, this side hustle in the 80s. Did they call it like a side hustle while no. you were working? <laughs> No, actually, that's a great question. No, I mean, nobody had ever heard of that uh, term. It was, uh, you know, a spare time job, a part time job, or or maybe even moonlighting. You know, that, that's what you did something after work, you know, moonlighting. And we said a little bit of extra cash, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Well, great, great idea. Uh, this is a simple low cost business, right? And low cost opportunity. Uh, you mentioned you started this and occurred to you because you were working or your father took you once or twice with him or he was doing something similar, right? What made yes. you think that this could be a vital business idea? Because well, actually, to tell you the truth now, if you nowadays, if you tell a young, uh, a young man, like, how about cleaning? They most probably would say no, right? That's right. And you know what? That works out great for me and all of the people that get involved in this business because there's less competition. Um, you know, I will be the first to admit it's not a glamorous business. It's not the sexiest thing you can do, but it's the service that won't go away because people always litter. Somebody always has to provide the service, you know, cleaning up. And my customers are are real estate or property management companies, and they're they have to pay somebody to clean up their properties um, in order for their properties to appreciate in value. And, and, you know, nobody likes to show up or go to a shopping plaza. That's, that's in, in a state of disrepair. Uh, the businesses, the tenants that are located in the properties, you know, they expect uh, certain standards in terms of the building maintenance to be, uh, to be done. And so, um, you know, you know, we've got great clients with, uh, um, you know, commercial property uh, management companies. Mm, cool. So you mentioned like now, like people will always keep throwing things in the street. Yeah, you know, like in addition to, the, you know, the, the drink cups and the fast food wrappers and the cigarette butts that have always been tossed, tossed, you know, now in the last 16 months, or, you know, during the pandemic, people have been tossing their masks, uh, you know, their, their gloves, etc. Uh, in the parking lots. And, you know, the service we do, it's provided on foot. Uh, you simply walk the property and in just a matter of minutes, you know, clean the property. It's, we don't go in and clean up an accumulation of material. It's, uh, it's a service that's done, uh, you know, two or three times, even daily, you know, throughout the week, depending on the type of commercial property. And we use simple hand tools where we, we're not bending over. We're not physically touching or handling any of this material litter material we just sweep it into our litter collection tool and and uh, it's as easy as that yeah so you so f- f- two things first uh, through the 40 years now i think in business right and 81 yeah. started now it's 2021 so 40 years have you seen any <laughs> increase in awareness regarding people not throwing things Second thing, second yeah. thing is like you basically doing it while walking five, 10 minutes to 30 minutes, maybe by using your hand, just cho- so it's basically like taking a walk while cleaning. Yeah, basically. Well, you know what? I really haven't noticed um, really any difference in people's attitudes. Um, 
As a matter of fact, when I was growing up, you know, 40, 50 years ago, we used to see these public service commercials on, on television when we watched the morning cartoons, you know, and there was, there was things like uh, don't be a litter bug and, and uh, you know, uh, Smokey the Bear, uh, you know, uh, put out your campfires. And unfortunately, you don't see or at least I don't see those public service uh, announcements commercials anywhere anymore. And, uh, you know, I still see a lot of young people, um, you know, you know, middle aged people out of convenience, you know, they don't want this material in their vehicle. So, you know, they'll after they've, uh, they've uh, pulled through the parking lot drive through and and, and consume their, their lunch or their, their, uh, their breakfast, uh, they did just find it more convenient to open their door and toss the material out into the parking lot. I guess they assume somebody else is going to clean it up. And they're correct. But that's, you know, that's good great, business for you. This is, there is a yes, lot of money. That's, your, that's a good business for you because that's actually, right. yeah, because I, when I was younger, I used to, you know, be more careful and throw things into a can or something, a trash. And sometimes, till today, I if I something to throw, I when I when I, while driving, for example, I put it in the car, and when I reach yeah. some some place, I throw it into that. But sometimes, when I'm walking in the street. <laughs> you start thinking i do i do i keep holding it until i see a trash can or a garbage <laughs> or whatever you just throw it and get rid of it and you're thinking there's some other guy will come picked up yeah and, and i think that seems to be the consensus opinion you know uh, uh and so like i say there's always going to be a need for a service such mm-hmm. as mine um or any kind of cleaning business and yeah, you exactly. know i mean they've, they've said you know fortunes have been made in the cleaning business with, uh, you know, people starting out with very little money and, uh, you know, very little education, there just needs to be the willingness mm. to provide the service. And then, of course, you learn to provide that customer service and go beyond what you say you'll do. And and your clients really appreciate that. And mm. you build these relationships that that can last, you know, 20, 30, you, you know, almost 40 years. In our case, we, we've been doing some properties for almost as long and, and with some of the same, you know, management, you know, clientele. Brian. Exactly. What is the business model here? How do you find the, the type of businesses or places that you do work with? Um, well, you know, our service is is different from the sweeping services. A lot of people think, you know, well, you know, how you compete with the uh, the street sweepers? Well, we don't because it's an entirely different service. The street sweepers, you know, obviously they go in and they can only navigate the parking lot. They don't go on the sidewalks or the landscape. But the, the main reason they're there is to clean up the grit or the sand or the dirt or any of that type of material uh, that, you know, uh, gets tracked or accumulates in the parking lot. Of course, they're going to sweep up any, any other material that's in their path. But our service is done on foot, uh, you know, where we walk the entire property and, and just, you know, sweep up this material into our litter collection tools. And uh, the way the business works is it's very simple. You just, uh, um, you know, compile a list of prospects, which are property management or real estate management companies, and you contact them and you're not trying to sell them anything. You're just trying to find out who should I send more information to. And the information you send to them is how your service will benefit them. Mm. You can get them cleaner, litter-free properties for less money. And they're going to want more information. They want to learn more. And you start the conversation by sending them some information and you give them some time. They will either get back to you or you follow up 
with them and, you know, just remind them that you sent them some information. Do they have more questions? But at the end of the day, you know, what you're looking for is to get a couple of addresses from them where you can go out and, and walk the property and come up with a price and get back to them and say, okay, this is, I'm getting back to you with your request for a, a quote to, to service our property at such and such an address. Mm-hmm. And you get your foot in the door and clean the one property. The great thing with these clientele, uh, you know, managing properties, they don't manage one property. They manage a whole bunch, you know, it could mm-hmm. be a half dozen. Multiple 20. complex, yes. Exactly. You know, they could have 20, 30 uh, properties that they manage. Uh, and, you know, for different owners. And if they like your service at one or two, they're more than likely going to, you know, continue Expand to give you give more. You more yes. Exactly. exactly. Yes, yes. Especially, especially uh, for example, lots, parking lots are mostly crowded with cards in the, like, let's say, middle of the day. So you, you're mostly working at maybe early in the morning or like late at night, so there is no one to disturb you on any, or anything like that, right? Exactly. Just just as the parking lots are power swept by these street sweepers after hours where there's no vehicle interference, uh, that's the same time of day that we you know we provide our service where we can you know walk the entire property without any vehicles or or the businesses open and uh, um, and and I, as a matter of fact, the the, the key to our success, our business model has been successful, is because. We give our, our clients a clean property by the beginning of the business day. Yeah, right? exactly. Which is this which is, is really important. what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When someone is driving into somewhere, it's is clean. It's different when someone driving into a place that is not clean. They're looking at. It's sometimes the eye. The eye. The eye have a representation of things. So if the outside is not clean, they will might think that the inside is not. That's right. It's image. And you want your clients to look good in the community and with, uh, w- you know, with their, their tenants. Um, yeah. And so, uh, and, and that's really important is when, when people, whether they be the business owners or employees or even the, the shoppers or the people that, that uh, shop these, uh, these uh, properties, uh, when they pull into the property, it's important that the management company w- wants the public to see a nice clean property. Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned like, you, in order for you to get businesses, you basically pick up the phone and call landlords well, stuff like there's that. that. There's mm-hmm. that. You you can do email too. Um, yeah. But you know, I suggest. I mean, I've still been far more successful. You know, when I'm looking, you know, for more uh, business, is just to uh, um, to reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, with a simple phone call. Now, yeah. all, you know, nowadays, you know, the do you do other kind of marketing. Well, the, the receptionist may, may say, you know what, Brian, um, here, here's the email address. You know, just send your information to, the, you know, Shelly in the office and, and here's her email address. So we'll contact her that way by saying, you know, sending her some more information, you know, in an in a email. Uh, but, yeah, we, we also uh, will we'll, uh, utilize, you know, uh, Google uh, AdSense. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you can use any of the other search engines where, you know, you can do some paid advertising. But uh, you know, a really good thing to do, uh, I tell people when they uh, when they start out, um, before they even uh, design a website, uh, claim your free uh, search uh, listings like Google My Business. Mm. And it's like a mini website. And yeah, that yeah. allows your prospects to find you whenever they're doing a search. Google, yes. You will show up in the search and then they will start contacting you and say, you know, they'll say, well, you know, I, 
I found you on Google, if, you know, in, in this case, and, uh, you know, uh, I need some more information. I need somebody mm -hmm. to clean up the litter from my, uh, my properties. Mm -hmm. Sure. So do you do other kind of marketing, like, for example, flyers or something like that in the area or, or have you done it before? Um, well, we did when we started out, um, you know, everyone, you know, and, and actually, uh, junk mail i mean <laughs> the people in the industry don't like it referred to that but i mean a lot of people if you think about it you still get a lot of direct mail in yeah. your mail it could be from automotive dealerships uh you know realtors um you know a pizza place a lot of fast food uh, companies will will um uh, have their uh, menus their takeout delivery menus uh delivered to the mailboxes etc and so it's still effective it still works but the, you i caution people that um you need to know exactly uh, how up to date the information is the contact person um uh because that's one of the cons of uh if you rent a mailing list mm. to send do a direct mail campaign uh you know how up to date is the the the, the are the people's names so yeah. um i find that i can compile my own list by making these phone calls and just getting a more accurate information and then at a later date once i've had that compiled my own list to, you know, to, to send information uh, occasionally to, to, you know, to the listings or the, the to the list. Mm, cool. So let's talk about a little bit about the money side of the business. How exactly, exactly do you make money? And what's, let's say, the hourly or monthly expected revenue of the business? Okay, well, you're, you, um, uh, you're uh, compensated by your time, basically. Um, you know, the amount of time you put in in cleaning a property and some properties, depending on the size, and most of the properties we do are small to medium size. And so um, there are properties where you can very easily, uh, you know, walk the properties in a matter of minutes, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, 45 minutes, maybe some larger ones, maybe, you know, just over an hour. And um, in my book, I show you how to price your service based on hourly rate. Uh, uh, every market throughout the country is a bit different. Some people are charging, you know, $40 an hour, some people $50 an hour, but you put together a price where you present to your uh, prospect, um, you know, um, I propose to uh, uh, service your property uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday uh, at, you know, uh, $375 a month, you know, for a smaller property, or it could be, could be $1,900 a month, you know, for five day a week service or whatever the case is. And uh, then, you know, once they agree to your proposal and they sign and, and date it, send it back to you, uh, that, that becomes your contract and you provide your service year round. It's not seasonable or seasonal because people, you know, they don't, it, litter is not seasonal. People litter throughout the year. So, you know, uh, if you've got cold weather, uh, rainy weather, whatever, um, you, you still need to go out and provide the service. And, uh, and you bill your clients um, once a month, you know, typically uh, yeah, at the end of the month, you know, and those contracts can continue indefinitely yeah. until such time as you decide you want to raise your prices or your client wants to make some changes or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. But it, it's really quite that simple. And, and it's a great thing with the, with the contract work is you can you can count on it, uh, the, the work and the money to come in month after month for uh, for several years uh, in many mm -hmm. cases. Especially you mentioned, like, for example, if one location, for example, took half an hour or an hour and you have like two or three locations a day so you're basically accumulating uh, good money so i mentioned earlier uh, i mentioned earlier like you are not, you reach a six-figure business right so how how is that how how that it happened 
Okay, well, when I first started out, obviously, it was a side hustle. And within three or four months, I was making more money just doing it on the side as I was working full time at my job. So I gave up the job and uh, continued to grow my business um, and, uh, to the point where I, I was pretty busy and happy just as a simple one-man operation. You know, mm-hmm. I like, you know, I had a lot of learning to do and everything. And then, but after a while I thought, well, you know what, I, I'm going to see how much larger I could scale this business because, you know, some of my clients were, you know, uh, you know, contacting me saying, Brian, you know, we, we need you to do more properties for us. And I didn't want to mm-hmm. turn down the work. So, you know, um, I got other people to work for me and, uh, we, you know, uh, you know, we, we had people working for us part-time, uh, on the weekends and throughout the week. And then some people, you know, are working for us full-time they gave up their jobs just as I did. Mm-hmm. And they just want to do the cleaning. They don't want to, you know, to, to do all the work that I do in terms of going out and finding customers and dealing, you know, providing customer service and, and it worked, it's a great arrangement. It works out for us because we, we get good people that enjoy doing the work and, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, we're, we're doing, we've done up to $700,000 a year. Typically it's around 650, 630, 670 uh, every year. But it, it, because these buildings are small uh, or to mid-sized nature, you know, you can knock off 15 to 20 properties every day mm-hmm. uh, because some properties are, you know, 10 minutes, maybe some are 12 minutes, uh, you know, uh, you know, like I said before, some could be 30, 45 minutes. And you, you learn from experience, you know, you know, where you can quickly get into these buildings and, yeah. and get them done and then move on to the next one exactly. and, you know, provide satisfactory results, uh, mm. uh, you know, to your client's liking. It's a good, it's a good business model, especially with time, you will start figuring out, uh, especially if you have like a plan for places to go into, you will make things faster for yourself and for the client to have a clean place. Yeah. So what would you say if, Someone want to start this type of business? Well, you know, I've got 40 years experience. So I, I would tell them, you know, first of all, um, consider buying my book, uh, Clean Lots, America's Simplest Business. It's on my website, cleanlots.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, all of my experience is in that book. And I also offer free support. Mm-hmm. And I can do that because it works. Uh, you know, I have a saying, if you work the business, the business will work for you. And I have no problem. I, I get a kick out of seeing people, um, you know, start this business and become successes. And, you know, everyone's motivation is different. Some want to just do it part time. Mm. Uh, some like to, uh, you know, continue to scale it to a, a successful, you know, uh, full time business, just just as I have. And uh, but, yeah, um, you, you could do that. And, and by all means, you know, check me out, do, you know, do some searches, you know. Uh, Google Brian Winch and, and a Google parking lot uh, litter cleaning, uh, parking lot litter removal. And, uh, you know, there may be a couple of other options, but, um, you know, like I, I'm certainly, I think the only guy, you know, my clients have told me or my customers of my book have told me, I'm, I'm the, it's just incredible that I, op- I offer the, the free support. And, mm-hmm. and well, like, you know, it is my way of giving back. After 40 years, I, I, it's my way of giving back. We mentioned like, for example, the best time to work in this, like, for example, early in the morning or late at night because the, the places would be empty, right? So did you have some issues working late at night or are there, I mean, the negatives or the positive of this job? Yeah, well, you know, I guess there's some negatives uh, depending uh, on the parts of town or, or certain, some certain areas. And of course, you know, 
you can always turn down certain work. I mean, you're self-employed, you're working. If you feel that a certain part of town is a bit too dangerous, you know, you can turn down the work uh, or you, you know, by simply saying you don't operate in that part of the city. But by and large, I mean, in 40 years, I've never, you know, been mugged, robbed or anything like that. You just have to use common sense. Be aware of your surroundings. If someone comes up to you asking you for money, I mean, don't pull out your wallet. Just uh, you just tell them that, you know, you don't carry cash at night because, you know, uh, you, you know, you're working uh, late at night and you don't want to be robbed. And, and uh, you know, people will leave you alone. But, you know, I'm not saying or suggesting to people that you got to go out at midnight and, you know, and clean and, and uh, you know, it's, it, it, it could be dangerous or whatever. Um, you know, in some cases, people enjoy working, um, you know, late evening hours, like with warehouse properties uh, where you know, they the businesses tend to uh, be shut down, you know, after 5 p.m. Um, you can, you know, uh, service those properties in the evening hours. But a lot of the retail uh, where there might be fast food or 24-7 convenience stores or, or, or whatever, um, you know, you really should uh, do those early in the mornings, you know, like five, six, seven, eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning. So you do have a pretty wide window of opportunity to get the work done. And in most cases, when you're starting out part-time, a lot of people will do this, you know, early in the morning before they go to their full-time jobs. And, you know, it's pretty easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's nice and peaceful. I mean, one of the pros, if you're doing this early in the morning, you know, you're out there before the early morning commuter rush and the city is just waking up and you, you're not contending with a lot of, you know, traffic on the streets and, you know, everybody's at home. It's really peaceful. And, you know, you can quickly get in, clean these properties and then move on, either go home or else, um, you know, um, so go well, to work well, well, if, if you've got a full time job. <laughs> yeah, it's a great actually idea to make extra cash, like we mentioned earlier. So, what would you say one takeaway for the people who would listen to this episode? Well, you know, I would tell people, you know, like my opportunity isn't necessarily for you. It might not be. It's not for everyone. But find something that you would enjoy doing. Don't follow or chase the the lure or promises of great wealth, because at the end of the day, you. Um, you know, if you're going to stick with it, something you have to like, at the very least, what you're doing, because, you know, you're going to run into some ob obstacles, some problems where, you know, how do I get this? And you need to find solutions. You can always find solutions to, to problems uh, in business or in life for that matter. But you, you have to be committed to what you're doing so that uh, um, that you're successful. Especially like we mentioned, it's like a low-cost startup. It doesn't literally cost that much, especially if you start up alone and you're doing it yourself. So there is no much investment in it. And it's a physical job and also could be a little bit of uh, sport at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like you, you get there's your morning workout. Instead of paying money to go to a gym and running around the, the track, uh, you you could do this and and you're making money doing it. <laughs> yeah, great. So where can people get in touch with you, Brian? Just go to my website at cleanlots.com, mm -hmm. and um, there's a wealth of information there. There's a free report uh, if you want to download. If you want to consider the opportunity, there's a three minute video that shows me uh, actually cleaning a property with the hand tools that I use. So it'll give you a really good understanding and an idea as to what I'm doing and what I'm using when I'm cleaning up. Mm, cool. Great. Awesome. So cleanlots.com. That's your That's website. right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brian, for being today here with me on the Success Grid podcast. Thanks, Hussein. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. 
Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.